I'm Taylor Strecker, and this is Younger Uncovered, a podcast dedicated to all things younger. Today, we are diving into all the fun and games of last night's episode, from the super intense round of Mafia with Charles, to Liza's date with a guy who puts pork chops in his pocket. And here to break it all down with me is director Peter Lauer. Thank you for joining me. It's a pleasure. Thank you, Taylor. Okay, so let's talk about the fact that you have directed like dozens of episodes. Exactly how many episodes have you shot of Younger? Oh, I have no idea. Too many. Yeah, I've had the great pleasure of doing, I think, about four per season. Wow, amazing. I think so, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, and amazing. It's my favorite show to work on. Okay, so I'm not surprised you said that, but why did you say it's your favorite show to work on? Well, here's an example. Um, we have a wonderful dolly grip on the show, Joe Dugan. And Joe told me you know, last month when I was there, in the off-season when Younger's not shooting, he'll take other shows or movies, but he'll tell them, with a caveat, he'll tell them, you know, I'm here, I'm, I want to do your show, but when Younger starts up again, I'm going. Wow. And it's been the same crew for five seasons. I mean, everybody wants to be there. They carve it out. They make time to come back to Younger, no matter what they're doing. It's, it's a wonderful place to be. And is it because everybody, like, and I'm not even talking about just the cast, but, like, the cast, the writers, the crew. Yeah. It's just, like, does everybody just have, like, such good vibes? Is it, like, one big family? Because that's how it feels watching it. Yeah, they're every category you just mentioned are awesome you know the grant schloss who wrote this wonderful script oh yes the writers they're great the cast are that individually there's they're such different people but they really like each other they love each other you know it's awesome is it so is it rare would you say for sets to be like this is this like a unique set yeah they're usually horrible <laughs> thank you i love you we're best friends uh horrible how so <laughs> give me no that's not true but you know, it does come from the top and you have all of us who've worked in this business you know we've, we've known number one on the call sheet you know the star of the show who could really bring things down and here it's just the opposite i mean i think speaking for the men i'm working on this show i think we'd all fight duels for sudden you know amazing well it's just we would duel to protect her honor there's a chivalry on that that she brings out in people because she's just so down to earth you know but she's so ridiculously accomplished mm-hmm. but you know I, I might, when, I've, when she's walking around town and people recognize her and her fans come up to her especially in New York, because there are a lot of theater goers there, and they know her from, uh, you know, a big mocker in the theater. Oh, yes. People come up to her, and she's always so, not just gracious, but, like, genuinely grateful. Yeah, it's genuine. Yeah, absolutely. It all translates onto the screen. So we're going to get into um, this episode in just a little bit, but real quick, so I know you've, we, we said, like, I mean, dozens on dozens of episodes of Younger you've directed. Do you have a favorite or most memorable episode or scene? Yeah, it's coming up. I don't want to give anything away, but it's it was uh, really cool, and it's coming up. Okay, that's a good tease. I love the story point that occurs in it. I think everybody will. Mm-hmm. It goes someplace the show hasn't quite gone before, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, it's musical in a wonderful way. Yeah. It's shot beautifully. The construction of it, the way it moves in time, is very uh, rewarding. It, it, it was firing on all cylinders. I really love it. I think I know what you're talking about, and I agree. Okay, so let's get into uh, this episode, The Talented Mr. Ridley. So in this episode, Diana hosts a party where everyone's playing this game, Mafia. Okay, real game, right? I've never played this before. Is this a real game? Yeah, it's a real game that I I have never played, but I'm eager to play it after shooting it. And a lot of the actors had played it and were you know raving about it. It was a wonderful story um, concept because it so beautifully revealed what was going on. It was a great metaphor. So Liza is... Um, 
Um, she is the murderer in this scene. Um, and she's scary good at lying her way through it. And it's amazing because it really unnerves Charles. And so we're at a point now where Charles knows Liza's secret. Liza knows Charles knows the secret. And he's so furious with her. So tell us what it was like directing this um, really intense exchange between the two of them. Because as an audience member, I was like uncomfortable in a good way. But good. how was it directing it? Um, really fun. I was very much looking forward specifically to that sequence just because I appreciated the writing so much. Right. And I knew that these guys would go to town playing it. One thing that I think really makes those scenes work so well, I mean, it's obviously Sutton and, and Peter were great, but it's also the way Christian Borrell, who plays uh, Don Ridley, mm-hmm. and, and Miriam, uh, Diana, the way they kind of anchor it, the way they witness it, I think really, really brings it to the fore but as far as the tete-a-tete between Charles and Liza, of course, they, they knew exactly what they were doing, and they, and they played it beautifully. But they also gave up. There's a lot of variety. They will provide a lot of versions. They like being directed. They like notes. And they're amazingly acute at delivering on notes. So you can push them a little bit this way, or they you know, pull back a little bit that way. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it just all works. Well, we know that the cast, like, obviously loves each other. And we know that when they're, like, fighting in the show, it's hard for them. Like, Hillary, I remember last year, and um, Sutton were saying how hard it was to be in that, like, awkward place with their characters for such a big portion of the season. So <clears throat> how do you, as a director, approach a scene that calls for, for example, in this scene, Liza and Charles to be, like, so hostile towards each other? Like, what are your notes? That one, I don't think I was asking him. Well, actually, I have my nose right here. Oh, my Hold God. On. How cool is that? <laughs> uh, yeah, Charles, apparently, according to my notes, <laughs> I was uh, requesting that he like yeah, that he be accusatory toward her. Yeah. And she's uh, bluffing and defending. And they do like each other so much. They are, at first, a little, I guess, timid about really going after each other. Mm-hmm. Or, and they're also probably trying to, to protect, like, how far do we want this show to go? I mean, they'll cautiously uh, increase the intensity from take to take. I've, I feel like in this scene, it was like, I don't know who it was more uncomfortable to watch be, like, pissy. Because we've been watching bitchy Charles now for, like, the last three episodes. Any great. <laughs> which is great. But it's it's very hard. Like, I'm like, I don't know what was, what was it worse, watching Kelsey be mean to Liza or Charles be mean to Liza. But then also seeing Liza kind of push back to Charles. I don't know who makes me the most uncomfortable in this. Like, sometimes when you see this tension, it can be, like, hard as an audience member to watch. So, yeah. I, I mean, they're, they're all doing a phenomenal job. But who do you think? Ugh, it. Who do you think it's the hardest for to like act jerky as their character? That's interesting. I think Peter is more resistant because he's a gentleman. I, I, I think he has a harder time. He doesn't. He just doesn't like to sound like that toward a woman that he admires so much. You know. It, yeah. But he'll get there, obviously, as you've seen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, I just it just goes against who he actually is. He's a decent person. <laughs> you know. Totally. As a director, what would you say is your main goal? Um. Well, I, get, I, I mean, your job is to translate the script to the screen. Mm-hmm. And so there are various aspects of that. I mean, one of them is coaching, just sort of being the audience for mm-hmm. the actors at times. Obviously, you know, guiding the crew and uh, having mm-hmm. a plan so that everyone's on the same page and knows what we're achieving. Mm-hmm. Staying calm mm-hmm. or doing your best to stay calm because sometimes you get way behind schedule and it's just, there's no need to add pressure. When new cast members come on board, you know, uh, day players or actors with a few, you know, few episode arc. Yes. You want them to feel welcome and like they're walking into a confident, happy place, you know. 
Well, it's interesting you brought that up because my next question was, what's the vibe like on set when guest stars come into the mix? Because in this episode, Enzo, surprise, <laughs> comes back into Diana's life uh, because, of course, yeah. you know her toilet overflows and she needs a plumber and Enzo shows up. And uh, So what is the vibe on set like when you have these uh, guest stars in the mix? Uh, it's pretty good. I mean, the cast is very welcoming to their fellow actors. Mm-hmm. And I think that I've been told by actors who have come through younger that they were... You know, what a delight it was, you know, how they felt immediately welcomed and relaxed and trusted to do their work, you know. And well, and also, I feel like a lot of guest stars end up coming back in following seasons. So, well, yeah, like, well, like Chris Enzo. Yeah, uh-huh, exactly. Which we're all, I mean, everybody was so delighted to see him come back. So why do you think he is such a good match for Diana? I think that they're awesome together. Well, they're opposites. I mean, he's, he's certainly they compensate for one another. He certainly compensates for her. I mean, he's, he's very natural and at ease. And, she overthinks everything, and you know, they they blend that way. Um, also, you can imagine that Diana, when she lets loose, is pretty wild, mm-hmm. and he's up to the task. <laughs> Very well put. You know? you know, fun fact about Chris, he, he comes from a family of plumbers. That's the family business. No kidding! Yeah. So he knows how to uh, handle a tool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just got eyes rolled at me. <laughs> I said we were going to be naughty. Well, you're you're going there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey, I'm barely even scratching the surface. <laughs> okay, so speaking of guest stars, this season, Liza meets uh, Don Ridley, a writer at Diana's party, mm-hmm. and he asks her out. Speaking of fun facts, uh, Don is played by Sutton Foster's real-life ex-husband, Christian Burrell. So yeah. what's it like directing... Exes, and also what a testament to the two of them working together so seamlessly. Yeah, it, um, when I heard that that was the case, that Christian was going to do it, you, know, you can't help but wonder, hmm, how is this going to go over? Uh-huh. Um, Were you uh, a little nervous? I was. I did. You know, at first, just it's the unknown. Anything could come from that situation, and but they're, they're such friends, and they play together so well, and they're ridiculously talented, and there's four Tonys between them. So cool. Do you think that Christian and Sutton work together so well because they have, like, a shorthand from being together? Oh, yeah. They definitely do. I mean, at one point, he was making some very subtle face toward her during a scene. She said, oh, don't do that one. (laughs) (laughs) That is so sweet. I love it. They are goals AF, I have to say. Yeah. And Christian was, God, what a blast. I mean, we were shooting uh, at the um, Museum of the City of New York for this party. And here's a testament to how well they work together. We do a lot of party scenes on Younger. Mm-hmm. And it's always kind of like, you know, it's going to be fun, but you also know it's going to be a grind. Because party scenes, lots of people, lots of moving parts, you know, big locations. It's going to be like a long night. Th- this party scene went so fast because they were so good together. That I actually have my, my niece Lucy was in the city going to an opera, I believe, with a friend of hers. She said, "What are you doing?" I said, "Well, we're shooting younger up from Lincoln Center. Come by, you know, we'll throw you in the show." You know, <laughs> and I had to text her back and say, "Don't come. We're going too fast. By the time you get here, we'll be done." Oh my god! But that's because Christian and Sutton worked so well together. We just sped through the stuff, and it was hysterical. They were so good. You know, Christian was just ad libbing all these wonderful bits. It's just wonderful. So Christian ad libs. Does the cast do that a lot? Are are they kind of using their own words? Um, it varies. Not, not too much. Mm-hmm. I mean, they'll change things a little bit. I mean, it's just the written words are so good. Oh yeah. There, there's not a lot of ad libbing. I mean, Miriam. Well, Miriam's always. There could be another show which would just be Miriam off camera. Is <laughs> what, what she what she does. Is, she used to keep a microphone in the drawer of Diana's desk. <laughs> and as soon as you cut, she'd pull the microphone out and start doing a routine. Like what kind of routine? Just bullshit nonsense. I mean, she's, she's just 
her mind never stops. She's a, it's like an amusement park between her ears. Oh my God. Could there be a Diana Trout spinoff show? This was a question on our show, Getting Younger. Could, could that happen? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hope so. I'd watch it all, all day, every day. Um, also in this episode, I love that we get so much Josh and Maggie uh, bonding time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So are, are they're super duper close, right? Cause I mean, that's what it at least seems like, uh, from yeah. the audience perspective. When I first saw that happening, I uh, I was like, "Oh, how's this gonna? Is this gonna be a, a sort of a forced relationship for whatever reason?" Mm-hmm. And it's it's so rewarding. Yeah, I I, I love them together. I, they just they hang out so well, and, and it serves a nice purpose. You know, it takes some of the onus off of Liza while keeping Josh in her life by having her friend hanging out with him. I think that in my mind, anyway, that's a function that's being served between the characters. So Charles is pretty brutal towards Don when he comes in to pitch his book. Mm. So do you think that Charles is doing that to punish Liza, or is he doing it because he's trying to knock out potential love competition? Uh, to punish Liza. Mm-hmm. I don't think he has a reason to see Don as a rival at that point. He's just torturing Liza because he's so mad at her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he... Yeah, I think so, yeah. And also, that happened in the conference room. So we have heard from so many cast members that the conference room is like one of the most notoriously challenging places to shoot. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because Peter Herman's always laughing in there or what the deal is, but do you agree with that assessment? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a conference room. Is When you see like three and a half pages in the conference room, your heart sinks. Why? It's just every show has that set. Every show has the the set where you just go and die, time-wise, you know? (laughs) Oh, time-wise. Okay, so it's like a time it's like, oh, we're going to be in the conference room. See it in 10 hours. Yeah. It's, it's, it's putting a lot of people around a table. And it's always nice to simplify your coverage so you can, you know, especially in a comedy, you want things to crackle along and you want to get bogged down uh, and have to you know, have the actors be you know, saying the same lines over and over and over again in different takes. Uh, and the conference room is just ripe for that to happen. I will say on this episode, we got in and out of there pretty quick. And again, that's a testament to... Um, Sutton and Christian. Yeah, totally. Um, that's so interesting to me, though, that like a conference room and all those people, that makes a scene difficult to shoot. What are other kind of scenes that are difficult to shoot? Well, giant, massive crowd scenes. Party scenes, like I, you said. I, yeah. Party scenes. I, I think back to uh, or in certain locations. Um, at the exterior of uh, Empirical, mm-hmm. which is the corner of 42nd and 6th. Oh, yeah. Caddy Corner to Bryant Park is just a nightmare to, sh- to shoot there, especially in this episode we were shooting there at right at rush hour. I mean, Oof. people are actually coming in and out of the building. Sidewalks are crowded, traffic, noises. I mean, and you know the actors just have to be incredibly patient because wow. they're, they're just trying to squeak their lines out between car honks and screaming people and mm-hmm. you name it, you know. It's New York City. Oh, yeah. Who knows what you're going to get? Oh, my gosh. Plus, I mean, yeah. there's, there's going to be a little bit of a commotion because you guys have light and these cameras and this whole scene. So that's going to be really... Why would you shoot a rush hour? <laughs> I'm flabbergasted. Yeah, well, see, you know, the schedule takes on a life of its own sometimes. It's just there's too many factors being weighed. It looks great, though. It does look great. <laughs> I'm so impressed now, too, because that scene, I know exactly what you're talking about. And it, I was like, they must have shot that in the middle of the night because it looked so empty. I was shocked to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So much that goes into this. I love it, the behind the scenes. Um, So Charles and Liza have a pretty heated scene when she tries to quit and he won't let her. Um, And then they have another moment on the street, like you were saying, this is the scene where she wants to explain herself to him, but he's like not, he's not trying to hear her. So do you think Charles feels betrayed 
by her on a professional level or a personal level? Like, which one is more hurtful? Uh, well, personal more, but I don't think you could separate the professional from it. I mean, it's certainly a factor. It has to be playing in the back of his mind that she's also, you know, messing up a very a tenuous situation for the company. Yeah. Um, and then also in this episode, Don admits to Liza that he's broke and he goes to industry parties for the free food and the booze. But uh, she's having fun with him and she doesn't seem to care about that. Do you think that Liza is taking comfort in the fact that another person is maybe pretending to be someone that they're not? Yes. I, I don't know about you, but I, I always like somebody better when I see them at their worst. Me too. You know, you just you can sympathize. They're, they're human, you mm-hmm. know. I think there's, an, there's a, a bit of that there, you know, like the facade crumbles and you see a, you know, person who's got struggles and like we all do. And, I, and, and yeah, and the, the double life, certainly she can relate to. Yeah. Yeah. I always say, I love that. I, I love the beauty and the flaws. It's like, if you ain't got no flaws, don't even come near me. I, you know, because it, it's, it's just not real. It's just not authentic. What do they call that in, uh, in Buddhist circles? Wabi-sabi. Ooh, say that again. Wabi-sabi? wabi-sabi like the, the beauty of like a cracked pot you know or that kind of thing i love that you know, peeling paint you know that's me i'm a wall of paint just peeling right off of it. <laughs> <laughs> um also why do you think fans are going to love this coming season without giving too much away well a lot happens a lot of stuff that people have been waiting for is going to happen there's going to be some big twists that nobody can foresee Ooh, I don't think I even know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's good. It's. I think this season is firing on all cylinders. Is it going to leave people like, ah, or like, ah? Oh. <laughs> Both, which is the beauty of it. <laughs> wow, I'm impressed. That is impressive. Well, thank you so much, Peter, for being here and sharing your amazing insight into what goes on behind the scenes of Younger. This is incredible. I feel like I just got like pleasure. Thank you so, so, so much. And thank you for all the great work you do. And I just, I just love the show. And I just love you guys all so much. You're so special. Thank you, Taylor. Onward and upward. Thank you, Peter. And guys, I'll be back next week to dish about the next all new episode. I cannot wait. I'm Taylor Strecker. And this is Younger Uncovered.